When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The French Open uh, finals. We're in the middle of the two. Uh, We had the women's final this morning, New Zealand time tonight. It is the men's final. Joining us to talk about those is former Davis Cup captain, uh, Jeff Simpson. G'day, Jeff. How are you? I'm great, thanks, Ricardo. How are you? Yes, good, thanks, mate. Um, uh, let's start first uh, with the the women's final because uh, absolutely remarkable stuff from um, Schwiatek, uh, Iga Schwiatek, the Polish player. She is the number one uh, ranked woman in the world, uh, and she came into this tournament uh, as the favourite as well. But given we had seven of the top ten bow out before the first round was over, you'd be forgiven for thinking that, that those numbers next to their names didn't mean much. But she went all the way and beat Coco Goff uh, pretty comfortably in the end, 6-1, 6-3 in the final. Yeah, look, I mean, she was obviously the favourite coming in, but it's always hard when you're top seed to actually deliver on that because there is quite a lot of pressure on it. And she went in there, you know, with a, you know, she has a great... Um, match-winning streak at the moment, and to be able to handle that pressure and to play the way she does, or the way she did, was, I think, a a phenomenal effort. I think, um, you know, she's very um, adamant about how she wants to play. She gets out there. She she doesn't hold back. She strikes the ball hard. She moves well. She's very aggressive, and she just takes her game to their opponent right from the start, and, um, you know, it's great to see somebody being able to handle her nerves and handle the pressure and keep that intensity going that way. I think, um, yeah, she's, she's certainly got the goods to, to stay at number one for a while, that's for sure. Yeah, um, and, and the fact that the the, the um, streak that she is on now, she's gone 35 matches unbeaten, yeah. which is, I think, the first time since Venus Williams in 2000 that a, a, a female pro has done that. Um, that is some record, mate. I mean, given that... We now have the clay court season behind us. We're going to get into grass. Wimbledon's, you know, not too far away. Uh, do you think she can keep that up on that surface? Well, she's. I think she's quite adaptable, and she's she's very very mature for her age. I mean, you you know, you you listen to her talk, and you see the way she plays and the way she handles herself. Um, you know, you know, you need crystal ball, but you know, to to see just the facts behind you, there's no reason why she can't and. You know, she's so young. You know, she, she won the French, I think, last year, the year before, which was a great effort. Then she sort of adjusted to all that you know, sort of hype and everything, and she's come out and she's, you know, Ash Barty retired and she became number one and her streak kept going and she just keeps getting better and better and better. And, um, you know, I think the maturity of her um, at this age and the advice she sort of gave to Coco in her speech there, there's, you know, she didn't know what she was doing when she was in her first French <laughs> Open final. And, and you know, it was quite nice to see her trying to pass on that. And she said, don't worry, you know, you'll get through it, you'll get there. And, um, you know, just good mature maturity. And I think, 
you know, for that age, as I keep saying, it's it's phenomenal. And Coco Goff, what what is she? She's 18 too. You know, mm. she's pretty young. Um, so you've got the women's tennis. I must say, is you know, with those players coming, like the young ones coming through, is is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's damn exciting, mate. I mean, now on the yeah. flip, on the flip side of that, the men's game. Um, you know, we we did see a lot of uh, big names uh, drop out early. Of course, we have had no Roger at this tournament. No doubt, he's uh, he's just gone. You know what? You can you can have the clay. I'm not interested. I'm just going to play grass and hard court because <laughs> uh, you know I'm yeah. 38 or 39 or however old I am now. Um, so we didn't have Roger, but we are starting to see uh, some young guys. You know, Alcaraz uh, amongst them coming through, maybe challenging the likes of the Nadals and the uh, you know and the Djokovic's. Uh, for that spot, I think we're definitely seeing that. Um, how much have do you think we've seen that this tournament, and how much longer do you think we've got uh, Nadal for one? Well, you know, it's very interesting when we 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 spoke before, you know, like before the tournament, and you know, all the form suggested is that you know you were going to have the Alcatrazes and the Djokovic's and the Sitsipasas there because their form prior to the tournament would be very good, whereas. Rafford sort of pulled out of Rome. He hadn't performed that well. Um, Rudd had just been sort of average. Um, you know, the other guys, Zarev had lost to Alcaraz, Alcaraz quite easily. So you expected those guys, you know, to really be to perform. But, you know, as we got in there closer and closer to the matches and we saw the matches develop, you know, there's one guy that we never want to ride out, you know, people say, who's going to win out of Djokovic and Nadal? You go, well, you know, on form, you'd have to probably say Djokovic, you know, was the best, you know, had really good form coming up. But you just can't write off, and I've said it many times, you just cannot write off a guy like Nadal. And um, I think it, I think it, the best thing to sum it up is on Philip Chatrier Stadium, I think you've probably seen it, and it says, victory belongs to the most tenacious and I think that just typifies Rafa. I mean, he is so tenacious and he has that ability to play 150% on just about every point. Doesn't matter where he is, he's playing Zarev and he's down 6 2 in the tiebreaker in the first set, you know, and he somehow finds a way. Then he's down 4 2 in the second set, somehow finds a way to get out of it. And, you know, we saw what happened to Zarev, which wasn't good, but it was a great match, but he just keeps to find that way to get out of it and um, you know that makes him so great and you know we're now looking at him going to play his 14th you know he's you know he could win 14 yeah. um, so it's just a phenomenal thing and the question is how long will we got <laughs> well we keep thinking it's going to be his last year but the way he keeps coming back you know who knows I don't know but the good thing is like you said before we are seeing you know, Zarev was playing very well against them. We saw the weeks prior, we saw how Alcatraz at such a young age of 19 wins back-to-back clay court tournaments, you know, Barcelona and and um, Madrid, you know, a 500 and a 1,000. And then before that, he'd won one on a hard court, the 1,000 in Miami. So, you know, not many players that, you know, have, have, have done that. And that shows tremendous, tremendous, you know, promise to to sort of get in there. But I guess in the French for the first time with a lot of expectation um, and learning, I mean, he will learn, but I mean, that's probably weighed a lot on his shoulders anyway. 
You'd have to think so. Uh, I mean, yeah. and, and, and a thought for Zverev as well with that injury. It sounds like he's, to- he's torn multiple lateral ligaments in his foot. Yeah, that well, that's that's not good. And as we well know, that's um, you know that's he's going to be out for a while. And you know, look what we saw. We hope it, you know, Dominic Team. You know, when he was at his prime, and he's hurt himself, and he's tried to come back now, and he's just struggled. You know, I don't think he's even won a match coming back. And and, and that shows you the the quality and the strength of the of the tour at the moment. You know, you you're out for that time. To be able to come back, you know, you've got to be, you know, a super athlete and a super, a super player. So let's keep our fingers crossed for him and hope he doesn't have to go through that as well. You know. Well, you speak about tenacity. I mean, I saw Rafa Nadal was asked if he would rather win the uh, French Open for a fourteenth time or have a new foot, and he said he'd rather have a new foot um, because it, it would make uh, his day to day life so much easier. So talk about tenacity. The guy's obviously playing with a lot of pain a lot, and uh, you know a lot of discomfort at times. Yeah, he obviously is, and that's what I'm saying. That's what's why he is so special. And and you know we're very very lucky in in our lifetime to to see a player like that. And you know I've watched him over the years and for most of his career. And you know he's just so um, he he's such a great role model for everybody to see because I don't think I've ever ever seen him not try on the point in all the matches I watch. He just gives a hundred percent if things go against him. He just comes out fighting. He, he, you know, he's never nasty on the court. He just gets on and does his job, and and I think that's, you know, that's a great, a great character for a champion, which you know he obviously is. Yeah. Now, I mean, we know lots about uh, Rafa, and we know he's he's battled to get where he is, um, and we we know he's obviously got some injury issues as well. What we don't know a lot about, he's not exactly a uh, a household name for you know uh, people who are general sports fans. That's Casper Ruud, the the Norwegian. Um, I thought, oh yeah, Norwegian, he'll be a hard court specialist. How's he done this? But you go through, um, you know, I, I said that, but you know, thought that based on being in Norway, you're not going to have a lot of outdoor clay courts. But man, he is he's won in, in Buenos Aires on clay. Uh, I think out of all, he's won. What are we talking? Eight titles on the ATP Tour, and all have been on clay bar one. Yeah, no, he, he's very, he's very proficient on clay. Um, I knew his father very well when he was on the circuit, and um, he took him at a younger. I think he was, you know, eighteen or nineteen. I think he took him to um, to Rapper's Academy in Mallorca, and he spent a lot of time down there developing his game and. Interestingly, he said that when he went down there, he was a, you know, he's a he's a bit of a ba- a bit of a crybaby, and he learned there, you know, by you know training with the Spanish, he's like, hey, there's there's millions of players out there like you, mate, so you just got to get on with it, and that sort of toughened him up. And coming through that academy, you know, all those hours of training, you know, he developed his game, you know, to play on clay. And you know, if you look in the top ten, he's in the top ten. He's probably one of the the better clay courts in the top 10. So um, he comes into that final and, you know, he deserves his place in the final, obviously. Um, he comes in and he's had, I think he's had one five-set match where he is two sets to one down. He came back and I think he's had about three or four four-setters and one three-setter. So he's had a good amount of tennis. Um, and the way he played in the semi-final against Chilich, you know, he was just very, very quick and he dominated uh, quite well served a lot better than I'd seen him serve before. 
Um, played a very good game tactically. I mean, Chilich was probably a little bit uh, weary from his match before, maybe half a step slow. So he took, you know, good advantage from that, spread him right across the court. So, you know, he played well. And um, the only thing I'd say against him that he's, he's playing, he's at, been at Rapper's Academy, he's playing his idol. So whether that takes an effect, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it feels to me like, and not ever having played at that level, mate, or, or any, anywhere near close, but it feels to me uh, you kind of got to lose one to win one. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how it goes. You don't, very rarely do you win these things sort of out of turn. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of experience, a lot of, as we said before, you know, with a player like Al's career is, is, is getting those miles into the legs or, you know, that experience in the bank. You've got to go through that stuff before. And um, we've just seen it happen so many times before also that you know, that's what happens. You know, I think I think Stan Wawrinka, I think he won his first Grand Slam final. Um, I think he did that in Australia. Can you remember that one? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think that was his first. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. did it, but yeah, it's it's a long time between. It's very rare. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's very rare. It's not it's not, um, you know, the percentage probably pretty low that it, it happens. So, um, I think in the form that rap is in, um, you know, it's tennis. It's a sport. Anything can happen as we see, as we've seen this. You know, these last two weeks, um, but he'd have to go in quite quite heavily as favourite. Well, he's paying a dollar sixteen at the at the TAB. Casper Ruud is yeah. paying four ninety five. So there you go. That that yeah. kind of says a lot, doesn't it? Um, and I see yeah. what the other stat, which I guess it's there to be. If you think about it, it, it it's there to be seen. But uh, uh, it was pointed out to me the other day that since two thousand and five, when he made his debut at the French Open, Rafa Nadal has lost a total of three matches at the Roland Garros. Yeah, that that's an. I mean, I mean, if they ever wanted a perfect surface for him you know it just it just plays right right into his hands the ball you know with the way he hits the ball the ball gets up really really high and he gets you know he's got about I think it's about 3,000 revolutions on his forehand but the jump he gets off the court with that forehand of his um, you know puts everybody back and you know and that's why in fact it was quite interesting watching Zarev you know the ball was getting up high but Zarev being six foot six he was able to especially playing into his best shot, which is back end, he was able to, you know, handle that a lot better than most. But uh, Rudd's not quite that height, and um, he's going to have a lot of difficulty with that shot, that's for sure. Indeed, Jeff. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. No doubt you'll be getting a... What are, you, are, you a are you a stay-up, or are you get an early... Uh, go to bed early and get-up guy for these games? No, I, I, I like... A final like this, I like to watch them uh, live. I think that's the best way to watch it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be watching this live, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, but are you, are you going to crash early tonight and then get up, set the alarm, or are you going to stay up the whole way through? I'll, I'll just see how I go, but I'll, I'll be definitely, I'll be up when they start, that's for sure. All right, mate, sounds good. Jeff, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Okay. Okay, buddy. Cheers, mate. Go well. Uh, Jeff Simpson there with us, uh, former New Zealand Davis cap. Cup captain talking about the uh, French Open final one o'clock tonight that uh, tomorrow morning it is that gets underway.
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.